It's time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy and Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Sally. And surveillance for the fall army worm is ramping up. Kia ora, Mani. Yeah, that's because populations are expected to grow during spring. The pest has now been detected on 25 properties across six regions after a single egg mass was first found in March. The moth's larvae can chew through more than 350 types of plants, grasses and crops. Federated Farmers Arable President Colin Hurst says the fall armyworm thrives in very warm climates, so farmers should keep an eye out as the temperature rises. Yeah, no, it's warming up and we just want to keep a close eye on things. I think uh, MPI are actually looking at just monitoring more through the season. So they're putting out a couple hundred uh, pheromone traps to attract the fall army moth and hopefully it can attract it and then they can um, just identify how, how many are active in the, in the regions. And I think the regions where it's been detected this last year, it's in the Waikato, Auckland area, Taranaki, Gisborne and, and Northland. So it's that sort of northern part of the North Island where it's obviously a lot warmer. Mr Hurst hopes the pest will only survive one life cycle here as New Zealand's colder than the places it's normally found. He says if growers do find it on their property, they need to contact MPI. Uh, we're always worried about these types of things, but it's just trying to determine the impact. And um, it, it's a particularly hard um, insect to control because it gets down into the stem of the plant it's very hard to get insectizers. Of course, we don't like putting sprays on that are very poisonous and all that sort of stuff because it's, um, you know, it's just tough on the, the the beneficial insects and you know it's just tough on the environment and all that sort of stuff. So it's just a, a watch and see at the moment. And as Colin Hurst mentioned, 200 fall armyworm pheromone traps are being sent to growers around the country to try and better understand the pest's potential impacts. Some farmers might have to keep stock on farm for longer due to a faulty drench product. Bowringer Ingelheim has recalled its Bionic Plus Hoggett capsules, which treat worms in sheep. Kim Moody explains. The product was dissolving too slowly in animals, making it less effective. The Ministry for Primary Industries says it became aware of the problem three weeks ago and has since established a withholding period of 156 days to manage residues. This means farmers wanting to send stock to the works need to wait up to 154 days after they've used the drench product to do so. But keeping stock on farm for longer costs more, due to larger feed requirements, and if the sheep reach a certain age where they're no longer lambs, farmers are paid less for them at slaughter. Bowringer Ingelheim says it's been working with vets and farmers to address immediate welfare needs of animals and to minimise the impact on farmers' businesses as much as possible. It says it's provided financial relief for feed for hoggets destined for the meat market. Time now to get the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke to our regular guest Suze Bremner from AgriHQ a little earlier today. Hi Suze, what's been happening this week? Well, we're really getting into the swing of the store cattle sales now, and these sales continue to go well. So there's been cases of very high expectations not necessarily being met. It does pay to keep in mind that we basically started the season off at levels seen in late September, early October last year. So if the weather does take a turn for the worst, which of course it obviously did over the last few weeks, that demand will button off as we're not really seeing a true grass market yet. And what were a few examples of prices for store cattle? Well, last week at the monthly Taranaki Fair annual draft, two-year-old Hereford Frisian heifers were a big feature. These are always popular as they are true to type and suitable for breeding. 
As expected, they sold very well, and the top lines made 1300 to $1,710 at $3.34 to $3.45 a kilo. There were 1,400 store cattle at Frankton this week over the two days, and yearling dairy beef steers averaged $880 to $890. And at Wellsford, the same type of cattle averaged $955. And traditional yearling steers at Fielding, Mataferro and Stortford Lodge recently averaged $935 to $1,130. And is there much happening in the ewe market? It has been busy in the ewes with lambs at foot pens, and this class will continue to grow over the next few weeks. Since there has been quite a few coming through, we do now have a clearer picture on pricing, and buyers seem really comfortable in the $130 to $140 all-counted range, with some of the better lines that take a few more boxes managing to sell up to $148. A Marlborough-based organic wine company says it's seeing huge demand for its products. Owner of Babbage Wines, David Babbage, says the company's grown organic wine for 15 years, but recently sales have really ramped up. They've increased 15, 50% in the last year, which is on top of the 242% increase in the past five years. He says momentum is building in the New Zealand market, with demand from 30 to 60-year-olds really growing. There's about 800 wineries in New Zealand. I think between 10 and 15% of them are registered as organic. If you went back 10 years, that would have been 5% or lower. So I I think that the market, the supply side, um, the wineries themselves, are looking for ways to differentiate and give a have a bit of a special offer that isn't your standard item. And organics does tick that box. David Babich says historically organic wine didn't necessarily meet the quality expectations of buyers, but that's changed now. And, you know, that's probably a view of 10 or 15 years ago, and I think it was valid. Organics don't have a lot of the sprays that protect the grapes from attack, from disease and from bugs. So they can be more vulnerable and that can impact upon quality. But these days, our practices are just better. I mean, our understanding of how to keep the grapevines free of rot and and disease in general is higher. David Babich says the company is also seeing great growth in exports of organic wine to the UK and Australia. And just lastly, a British farmer has paid tribute to the late Queen by writing a huge tribute in his paddock. 21-year-old Johnny Storey spent five hours carving the message R.I.P.E.R., standing for Elizabeth Regina, which is what the Queen signed all of her official documents, into a field on his family's Norfolk farm. And that's the rural news for this week. Koia rāte o te tai whenua.